Hello and welcome to Succeed Through Speaking, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high-value ideas to boost business results. Hello, I'm Tom Bailey, and in today's episode, I'm joined by Liz Wolfe, who is a skilled and energetic motivational speaker, coach, trainer, and author of Your Business Vision Blueprint. So Liz, hello, and a very warm welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on, Tom. Appreciate being here. Well, thanks for being here. And whereabouts are you in the world right now? I am in an area of New York City called Hamilton Heights, which is a historic district where Alexander Hamilton owned his only house ever. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Right down the street from where I live. It's very cool. Amazing. And now let me dive into the subject of Liz then, just for everybody listening. So Liz coaches entrepreneurs using her broad experience in small business to help them get unstuck so they can launch and grow an abundant business and the title for today's episode is the three keys to an abundant business and Liz is going to show us how to do that in just seven minutes so question number one today is who are your ideal clients well my ideal clients are definitely people who want to either launch or grow an abundant business and uh, there are millions of people out there that have ideas in their head about something they would like to do maybe they already have a little side hustle Maybe they've had a business for a while and they do feel stuck. So I love to work with people and help you get unstuck and get some momentum going in your business. And as they like to say, new level, new devil. So even when you've started your business and things are going, when you expand your vision, which is the first thing that I work with you on, you're going to have a new devil and you're Mm going to come up against things. You're going to, we're going to work together and get you unstuck. Excellent. And and these devils, we could reframe as challenges. So what are the typical biggest challenges that, that these business owners face um, in this space? Yes. So the biggest challenges that people face is what I call, what I say is we've been given the wrong information. And what I mean by that is we think that the keys to creating an abundant business or having success, however you define that, would be these three. We would say, you got to work really hard and have good time discipline, time management, good discipline, right? That's really important. You have to have a certain amount of credibility or expertise that people will follow you and trust you. You know, it's the no like and trust thing, mm-hmm. right? So we yeah. have that expertise. And so we spent hours going to certification programs and getting our MBAs and doing all these things. And then the third one typically is people think, oh, well, you got to get to know the right people. So you go to networking events or you make connections or you're on LinkedIn all day or Facebook or Instagram or whatever your social media is. Mm-hmm. And so the the prob there's two problems with this. One problem is what if you don't meet the right person? What do you you know, then then yeah. you're stuck, right? Again to being stuck. Or what if you're not good at time management? Or what if that's not your way of working as to have rigid deadline? So I always like to say that those are all definitely skills you want to grow, uh develop, I would say, and they're good. Mm-hmm tools in your entrepreneurial toolbox but they are not the keys to creating just work on hone those skills but don't rely on them got it and 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 if people are relying on those particular skills what impact does that typically have on their business 
a lot of frustration because mm-hmm. if you, again, if you haven't attained that thing that you think, uh, you'll be very frustrated. If you, yeah. I, I had a client who said, um, I just, I just can't focus. And when, because his brain didn't work that way, but if he, yeah. he had in his head, I have to focus to be successful in my business. So what am I spending all my energy on? Learning how to focus. I'm not running my business. I'm learning how to focus. That's yeah. one way that, that'll slow you down. The other way is that you will spend a lot of energy on things that you think are important that don't bring you as many benefits as you would like. And that can be very frustrating as well. Okay, so let's say there's somebody listening to this episode and they're resonating with this message. What is one valuable piece of advice that you'd give them to really help them solve this problem? So here come my three keys to an abundant business. Great. So the real three keys, which I have uh, learned through my many years of being in business myself, I've had uh, my own business. I worked with my husband for 25 years. I grew up on a sheep farm. And so mm-hmm. I learned a lot about entrepreneurialism at that time as well. And what I learned is that the three keys to an abundant business are ask powerfully, mm-hmm. give wholeheartedly, and receive graciously. Yeah. And I'll give you the brief rundown on each one. Great. Asking powerfully means know what you want and ask for what you want. Sales rely on asking for money, mostly. Mm -hmm. And you can't have a successful business without successful sales. You need to be able to ask people for money. You need to be able to ask them for the sale. And by powerfully, what I mean about that is to ask very specifically for what you want. We're very vague. We say, I want to make more money next year. We, and I say, okay, $5 mm-hmm. is more how money. Much? Is that, yeah. yeah, how much, how much more? And they go, no, no, not $5. And then they'll say something like a million dollars. I'm like, how much you make last year? And they'll say, uh, $10,000. I'm like, okay, let's, so we want to get specific, a how yep. many by when conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now asking is the first key because once you know what you want, you can ask for what you want. Now people think, oh, the second key is now I'm going to receive what I want. But actually there's a middle step or a middle key, which is give, give wholeheartedly. A lot of people don't know where to start. This is one of the reasons people feel frustrated. They don't know where to start. So once you get clear on your vision, and for instance, if you know, I want to create more money, I want to create more clients but I don't know what to do. One thing you can do is help other people to get clients. You know, everybody wants to meet the right person, help other people to meet people. Who can you connect with? So giving wholeheartedly, I mean, I needed a two, two word phrase. So the idea about wholeheartedly is you're giving without an attachment to any kind of result. So uh, I have a lot of stories about how when I wanted something, when I focused on creating it by giving you're actually creating more of it in the world got it so now you're also in a a reciprocal space because everybody you know the phrase is it's better to give than receive actually that is false for this reason you cannot give unless somebody actually receives right yes ever have that happen where Mm -hmm. you're trying to give somebody something a hand a, a present and they're like yeah they're all like they don't want they don't want 
You cannot have giving without receiving. They're yeah. equal in energy mm -hmm. and exchange. And so the third one is about getting that energy going is receiving graciously. And the graciously is about gratitude is really what I mean by that. It's really gratitude. So now most people say, oh, yeah, I want so much. I want so much. Come on, bring it to me. Give it to me. But we are not very gracious receivers. Just have somebody give you a compliment or try to give you a gift and you'll mm -hmm. find that they uh, will often, it will get shut down. So yeah. being open to receiving is the most powerful thing you can do. And they all go together and it's actually a circle, not so much steps. So you yeah. can start anywhere with the process. Fantastic. Thanks so much. And thinking about this second step then, which is giving wholeheartedly, is there something that you can give away for our listeners, um, a free resource that they can really um, dig into this and find out more about those three keys? Yeah, so I've given you such a short tidbit about mm -hmm. this asking, giving, and receiving. And so I have a five-part training that I have created, the three keys to an abundant business. And it is about vision, asking powerfully, giving wholeheartedly, receiving graciously, and of course, the, the fifth one, which has a surprise, so I'm not going to tell you okay. that one. And so you, normally this training is $197, but I have mm -hmm. it for your listeners that they can go to my website, lizwolfcoaching.com forward slash three keys, and uh, you can have access to that training. And um, it goes into much more details and it gives you specific actions and exercises that you can do to develop these skills. So thank I'm you for that. No, amazing. Thank you so much for that. And and that's lizwolfcoaching.com forward slash three keys. I'll put that link into the show notes below this episode. So click that and you'll get access to that free training from Liz. So just to slightly go off topic, just a second. Um, mm -hmm. My next question is, what would you say is your greatest failure that you've ever made either in life or business? And what did you learn from it? Okay, I love this question. When I, as I mentioned, I grew up on a sheep farm. Mm -hmm. And yes, my last name is Wolf, and I did grow up on a sheep farm. Just want to make yeah. sure everybody gets the joke. But it's Wolf with an E, though. And um, what we did was we sold products made from the wool and the sheep. Yeah. We, we, we did. Um, you're from the UK, so I'm sure you have lots of familiarity with sheep. Lots of sheep. So uh, we, what, the first thing I did out of college was I opened a store in Connecticut to sell these wool products. and. Okay. My heart wasn't in it. I did it to save the farm. It was really my mother's business. Mm -hmm. I was 22 and I had all this responsibility. And within nine months, it had just all failed. And yeah. then I was, you know, I had no money. It was just a real, just kind mm -hmm. of not a good situation. I let my mother down, the whole thing. So what I learned from that is when you don't want to do something, be, or if you're doing something to help someone else and it's not authentic for you, yeah, it will not work. Yeah, it will not work. Agree. And I, the other thing that I learned about that, which is a little quick side note. So I was a photography major in college mm -hmm. and I never for one day in my life ever even tried to get a job as a photographer. So what I did was I gave up on something that I really cared about to go do this because I thought basically I was avoiding. I was avoiding. Yeah. Being a yep. successful yep. And I noticed a pattern. I noticed mm -hmm. a pattern of doing things to avoid until I finally got 
to start my own successful business with my husband in technology. Um, that's a, another longer story. So don't avoid and do what's authentic. Those were the lessons. Great. And just going to ask, ask one more question on the back of that, because I've talked about this avoidance quite a lot um, with a few guests recently. And why is it you think people avoid what they really know they should be doing? What, why do you think that might be? Yeah, that is a really, really great question. And I think the answer is in a word that you said, which is we think we should be doing it. And mm -hmm. I do this with I, I do some group coaching as well. And it's a really interesting conversation in a group coaching world to ask the question. There's so many people that have this feeling of obligation, like I really should be doing something that I'm not yeah. doing. Yeah. And it's not inspiring to do something you have to do. And people mm -hmm. don't do what they don't want to do. So right. there's, I, I always, whenever I'm procrastinating or avoiding or resisting, I, uh, I ask myself the question, what am I resisting right now? That is yeah. the way to get yourself unstuck is to really help identify what you're resisting right now. Right. If you can figure that out, you'll clear the space. Thank you so much for that. And the final question from me today is, what is one question that I should have asked you that will also give great value to our audience today? Hmm. Uh, what is one question you should have asked me? Um, maybe you should have asked me, is it really true that if you work really, really hard, you have to be an entrepreneur and work 80 hours a week? Because I hear that from people all the time. They say, I'm not cut out to be an entrepreneur because I don't want to work 80 hours a week. And I'll tell you this, mm -hmm. the main thing, reason that I love having my own business is what everybody wants, which is money freedom and time freedom. But time freedom doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not working 80 hours a week. What it means is I'm choosing how I'm spending my 80 hours a week. Yeah, exactly. doing mm -hmm. That is the big difference. Amazing. I love that. And that's a great final point to end on. So Liz, thank you so much again for your time today and for sharing such incredible value with our audience in such a short period of time. Yeah, thank you. You're awesome. Love being here. Thanks so much.